mustard the ball. <laughs> All right, ball boys, take a little, take a little of that yellow mustard, put it on the ball, and throw it down. Right, there, you go. there you go. So stupid, but so good. They'd be like, what the? Stupid Brothers Podcast presented by the Brotherly League Game. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia, joined by my co-host and my brother. I am Luke. I'm up here in Philly. It is episode 86 and um, recording Thursday, April 8th, right after, fresh after the Union's first CCL game. Yo, CCL fever, it's here. Um, man, I, I really miss that feeling of being so invested into uh, a watching event because that was awesome. That was awesome. I mean, I know everyone was yelling, screaming up on their feet, especially at the end there. Um, was that your experience too, Luke? Yeah, no, it was great. And yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Just being engulfed in the, in the, in the game and, you know, union Twitter was, was really, really alive. And, you know, it, it was, it, I mean, obviously having, a winning game it makes makes it a lot lot more a lot more fun but just just the whole everything about it was just i just missed it all so it felt good i i think the big thing you say there is uh winning the the fact that we were winning makes it so much better if we went down there and got smacked 3-0 or something i think it would have been a lot less a lot less fun obviously and yeah. a lot less invested it's easy to invest when you're doing well and i think that's what we saw the union came out and they, they look like they're ready to play. And so, um, like, throughout the first half, you kind of saw some glimpses of some nice passing com- uh, combinations up the field. Um, I like I call it there were two scoop passes in the game. Martinez and, and Baizo both had a nice scoop pass. And so it looked like guys who were just kind of getting their feet under them. Obviously, it's preseason, but they 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 were, they were feeling it last night to a degree. Um and then I'd say by the end of the game, they were feeling it in a different way. They were just feeling exhausted. And you could tell because they, they were slowing down, but did a really nice job of hanging on. Uh, yeah, I definitely. Think, De- yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I, yeah, definitely some tired legs. But, I mean, their performance was way better than I expected. I, I think most people expected because, you know, I, I don't know if it's just because, like, Union Twitter is we, we can be a little pessimistic or or you know skeptical of uh, of our success because we're, we're still kind of new to us. But like I don't know how much like we expected or how good we expected to be this year, or especially in this competition with with how new it is. But um, I mean Union they 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 look pretty solid and there yeah there's there's just so many so many nice takeaways and so many things we could like see from this game that like okay we're actually might be we might be okay. Like the, you know, still maybe a little bit of death question marks, but like a certain, certain positional, um, places or place parts of the lineup where we, we weren't really sure what was, what was going to happen this game. Obviously it was just one game, but it, it showed us like, okay, we, we might be okay in these spots and, uh, you know, actually pretty good. Yeah, man. Um, so, so coming into the game, we had obviously Brendan and Mark both left. And so that's two holes that, and basically two 
full season 34 game automatic starters that you had to fill. So um, starting with Mark's spot, you had Jack and uh, Jakob in there. Um, Double J, JJ is back there. Uh, I think they looked solid. I think um, th- there were a couple moments where maybe maybe one got pulled out a little further, but uh, uh, there was one point I think Jack got lucky. He didn't get an early yellow because he kind of got caught. Um, I think both of them got caught at some point over overstepping to a ball kind of higher up the field and then uh, having to chase back. Um, but but they held it together, held a shutout, uh, and, and so I think I think there that hole was as expected, pretty solidly filled. Definitely um, recovering for Mark. Um, and what do you think? So Brendan leaving the the ten looked like Montero got the start there with Flock on the left. So what do you think of Montero at the ten and how that position was kind of filled? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I think Montero played a, a great game. He was super active. Um, you know, he's not exactly Brandon Aronson, not that like the numbers had had to be, but he he's a little more, a little, was able to find the ball a little more. I think more than Brandon would be able to, maybe did some things differently than Brandon would do. But like, I, I was super happy with it. I thought that was a, a good call by Curran to put him there if, if Fontana wasn't going to be able to play the, the 10 because of our striker depth and, and putting Fontana as a second striker is something that we, like you and I are pretty much fans of. And then, and like the real, the real reason this all worked out because, because Flack was there and was able to fill in on that left side. And I think for his debut, he played pretty, pretty, pretty good. I, I was pretty happy with it, seeing how, how he got in and was able to combine with, with Wagner and get some crosses in and just like seemed like he fit and, and played the pressing style pretty, pretty seamlessly in his first game. what do you think of his performance? Yeah, so so yeah, the way the dominoes fall. So, without our striker core basically being there, and thank goodness at least Casper was there. Um, yeah, so Fontana, it just kind of was good to see where those guys kind of fall and where kind of Curtin sees them all falling into the picture um, as guys go down and stuff and their flexibility. And so so I guess he weighed, um, you know, his options there and, and giving Flack the start really kind of shows that they must think highly of him and that he probably came in and had a real good week. Your options aren't exactly deep at this point. Um, but he got the start over uh, Matt Real. So, I mean, that says something. And I'm, I, I like Matt and all. So, I don't know, I guess it says they, they felt he would be a better spot. Uh, and then I guess also he's – Coming from St. Pauli, I assume they've been playing, so I guess he's probably got a little more fitness than most of the Union guys right now. So right. that also gives him a little bit of an upper hand, which is good coming into a new team, um, not having to try to catch up to a preseason and stuff. So I did think he he came in ready to go. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I think he had some good moments in the game. Um, I think he's going to be a good good player for us also only 20 years old which is really cool i think i i forgot that he was only 20 mm-hmm. like i think that's um because i mean that's basically like another homegrown you know right. another another guy who's not going to be drinking at one of my one of my ragers <laughs> um, uh so let's go further up the field um because you know that like was you know like we like we've been saying it's it's been pretty thin at striker and we were even surprised to see Casper, but we had, so we had Casper and, and Fontana to start as the strikers. 
what did you see in the performance of either of those guys? All right, so I thought Casper had an awesome game. I think he he did everything you'd want a striker to do. Um, and and playing as a guy who's missing his other half in Sergio. So um, I wasn't expecting him and Fontana to exactly have chemistry up there. And I think we saw that they didn't really. But I think Casper on his own had a great game. I think he did a lot of work coming back to the ball. Um and winning, winning some balls around midfield, earning some fouls, which is important to kind of make sure we keep in possession and stuff like that. Uh, and I've, I've been one who I've been, I've been hard on him in the past, but I think this was a really strong game for him. On the other side, Fontana, I think he was pretty invisible for most of the first half. I mean, I forgot he was on the field. Um, but then in the second half, when other guys were getting a little tired and there was a little more space on the field, he, he did have some good moments where he was able to exploit some space and just kind of show that he had some uh, fresh young legs. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think he really was able to find the game very well. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And, and it was was probably a tough spot for him because he was – all preseason seemed like he was ready to play the number 10 spot. And then because of the situation, he had to move up to play the second striker. So, yeah, like – the positional like awareness wasn't really there and it it did seem like they were playing a lot like through kind of the wings of like you know playing through flock or Wagner on the side on the on the left and then Bedoya and Bezo um and Bezo sorry on the on the right and then like the, the target was like you know from that from those those wing positions that you know it was trying to find Casper so like Fontana wasn't really able to like find find the the service or or find um find the ball himself. So I mean he he did what he could and I thought there was moments where like he really thought he maybe was gonna you know find the game and and you know get those quick trigger shots off, but he really just didn't wasn't able to do that. Um, but you know you can't really fault him too much for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Bizo, I think he looked nervous to start with. Some missed touches, uh, missed passes, but he found the game well. Had a couple of nice recoveries in the end. Obviously, the cross, the crossing is something that I think, I, I hope last night was not just a, a flash in the pan. I hope that's what we can expect to see all year as far as his crossing. Put the ball in a good spot multiple times. Um, earned a couple corners, obviously, the assist on the goal. So that was good to see. Uh, and then right above him, what do you think about Bedoya, the captain? Your yeah, I mean, new, your new jersey. Yeah, it's so I I forgot the jersey at, at our parents' place, so I wasn't even able to wear it. Um, <laughs> even though you know, just at home, but <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I think Bedoya was great. Um, he he was really really involved and, and seemed to like have the the game play through him, and just you know, his presence was was really, really important in this game. And, um, he, you know, like even like the commentators were saying, like, you know, he's able to set the pace for the unit. He's 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 a guy that can do that for for this team. So and we, and we saw that the, the whole game, and I, I think he played pretty great. And I mean, one of – this performance stands out to me among, amongst any of his performances in, in my memory. I don't know if that's really true, but that just it's how it feels, and I, I was pretty excited to see that. Nice, man. Um – Let's see, who else can we talk about? Let's see, we got all those guys. Matt Real um, came in for a little, little sub spot. Uh, didn't see too much. I think, obviously, the big the big highlight for him would be the 
the giant slide tackle on the guy. <laughs> Only a yellow, but that seemed to be the theme of the night. Only yellows. Yeah. I did see a tweet that I liked. Um, in CCL, if you're still breathing, it's only a yellow, or if they're still breathing. Um, that was a great, that was a great yellow, and I think it shows that the teams, the team at least likes each other, and the fact that, you know, one guy didn't get a call, the other guy's going to go stick up for him. I think mm-hmm. we definitely saw that in the brawl, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, I do think he was lucky though to not see a darker shade of card. Yeah, no, I I agree with that, and. I, I get the feeling and I was actually talking to to Matt Rao, shout out, uh tonight and he was even saying like if uh if Rao got the red card there that probably would have ended it and there wouldn't have been a brawl at the end of the game. And I, I think I agree with that and it he definitely got lucky. It, it, but it, yeah, it's cool. Like like Casper got um got roughed up and like just before that happened, so you know, sticking up for your guys, it's it's pretty cool to see. I, I'm, yeah. I'm always about that. Right. Yeah, that's what I said. Cool. No, no I'm gonna, I just wanted. I just wanted to say it. So you want to say that? Yeah. Huh? All right. Yeah, cool. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So <laughs> then it got fun, and, and I think you said it. The game almost felt a little too normal, a little too comfortable for for a CCL game for a while there. Um, and then thank goodness we had the end be the end, because that was quite CCL, and it's a shame Wagner was uh, collateral damage in that. Mm-hmm. But you know. We all we're all making sacrifices. I mean, at least he, he got up in his fight. Like he didn't actually get hurt by it. From from what we know, he right. it, like he got up fine. So like that's that's good because it was he did not look good. No, no, it did not. Um. All right. So the brawl was funny. Uh, again, we already talked about players sticking up for each other. Um, then you get their coaching staff you got colin on the field i mean it's good to see colin get on the field every once in a while i guess <laughs> yeah. i think if you're asking for colin to come on the field this might be the best um scenario you know we don't need him to be playing too many minutes this year but you know coming on and helping settle tensions that's always good um but but my favorite part was quinn sullivan man the kid the kid has been you know, waiting his whole life for his pro soccer debut. Coach calls his name. All right, man, you got you got two minutes. Go out on, on the field and just don't don't do anything crazy. Don't don't run this for us. And then all of a sudden a brawl breaks out and you look and you see what what is he, 18, 19 years old? I saw him in the middle and it was funny. He definitely looked like the kid that he is and everyone was pissed and he's just kinda like being moved around the mob a little bit. <laughs> It's that was, that was great. I'm sure he'll he's got a story to tell forever. Definitely. And, um, yeah, and it gave w- me something to talk about to mention him. It was funny seeing um, at the end. It like once everything kind of settled down, the ref was like looking at his note and his, on his card and like had to look down. Okay, gotta get this guy a yellow. Gotta give this guy a yellow. Gotta give this guy a yellow. And he just couldn't, you know. I just walk around and pass around yellows. It was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Always have to have some kind of gift in there, and, and I wonder what's what's going to come in, uh, in in the next round after all this. But I think we're going to cover that in the second half anyway. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully more uh, CCL madness and hopefully more Union goals. That's I think my prediction for the game was uh, a lot more crazy than yours. You nailed it. You yeah, nailed it. I, I got the one zero. My my yeah. uh, my goal call was a little off because I said Paxton. I don't think he. 
was even in Costa Rica yesterday, but you know, still pretty good. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, before we go to break, I will say we did look a little vulnerable on quick free kicks. That's probably partially because we're in preseason and partially because they have a giant named Kendall Waston on their team. Um, and then obviously we had some tired legs by the end, but all things considered, we held on. Wagner cleared the one off the line, which is beautiful. Another shout out to him. And then I think our biggest shout out before we go to break has to be, oh, we got to do Union Best Union Worst. Sorry, sorry. Ooh. Well, we got to do a big one for Mr. Jim Curtin. Hit the century mark, 100 wins with the Philadelphia Union. So congratulations to him. Big fan of the podcast. We appreciate his listening, and someday we'll get to 100. But he beat us there. We've been talking about that. Who was going to get there first, and he beat us. So, Jim, next beer's on me. James, Jimothy, Jim. All right, before we go to break, union best, union worst. All right? Oof. I feel like you got lots of options and then not lots of options. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Um, I guess, yeah. I'll go Union Best. I will go with a guy who I don't – I feel like I don't say very often. I'll go Casper. I feel like he, in the last year, he was probably more on my Union Worst a lot. He was, so I'm going to give it to him. Union Best. Casper nice. Shabelko. Nice. Okay. I'm, I'm in between two guys. I'm going to give it to Bedoya. Um, but it, I, I, my next choice would have been Montero. I think they, mm-hmm. they both had pretty pretty great games, but I'm, I'll give the edge to Bedoya for this one. There you go. All right, who's your worst? Um, I I would guess I would say Fontana, um, okay. just because mm-hmm. yeah we said it. He was he was had a quiet game. Yeah, I will go with someone who I don't I don't know where this guy is. Matai Orvets. <laughs> okay. Like. I guess that was just a big swing and a miss at this point. I, I just don't know. I feel like I, you just don't know. I feel like I've followed the team decently closely. Been a little busy recently, but like that's a guy came gone and all right. I, I you know Leon Flock with the team for a week started the game. You know Quinn Sullivan just has thirteenth birthday at Chuck E. Cheese in the game. <laughs> you know that stuff and this guy who was uh like golden boy or whatever nominee he can't be found so yeah um okay i i he's gonna be my fallback all year as as i as the union go undefeated and i can't think of bad players sounds good all right cool so we're gonna take a break uh after the break we'll talk about the media mayhem tournament um almost featuring luke but not really we'll talk about beer of course can't not talk about beer and then probably the best part of the show we should have opened with this um is revenge ideas for all of you fans who will be at the game and uh union personnel we've got some ideas to get some revenge on the saprisa jerk faces and um yeah so come back after this hey guys people brothers presented by the probably league game thanks for listening make sure you go and leave us a review or a five star what what is it called Rating, rating. There you go. <laughs> now you get you can put four star after that. That that doesn't deserve. Yeah, we don't. So we'll, we have to earn the five. Yeah, yeah. And I did not earn it by forgetting the word rating. So, <laughs> um, live in Virginia. I don't get to do so many cool things uh, regarding union events. But Luke, you got to go to the FIFA Media Mayhem tournament because you were there to watch. You didn't get to play because you suck at FIFA. That's one hundred percent true. Um, you're. 
almost as bad as me. So, <laughs> Luke, uh, tell us about the event. It's, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Tell for the listeners. Um, so, yeah, I got invited um, to the Brotherly Game Suite, I guess, through, from Matt Ralph. Shout, shout out number two. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, so, for people that don't know, it's like a, a FIFA tournament for media members. So, uh, Brotherly Game had one member play, and it was Jonathan Bach, who's won it the past two years, like has won it every, t- every time they've done this. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, and yeah, he killed it this year. He, he, it was, it was kind of hilarious. I, I got there kind of late. So I got there kind of towards the end of his first game. I walked in, he was up 13, zero chilling. And then <laughs> what well, didn't, didn't wasn't, wasn't breaking a sweat. Um, second game <laughs> within 10 minutes, he was up four, zero. He won 17, zero. Um, I feel bad for all of his opponents. Um, and and then yeah he went on the the semifinals was played on the on the field so the the semifinals went on the field and played on the big screen which was really cool to see and it was uh adam booth and um and micah casey so kevin casey's kid who, and kevin casey was announcing this whole thing he was there just kind of like making jokes and like announcing he was playing and stuff it was really cool totally awesome yep um and yes yeah, so, and it was, it was a really funny minute when when uh Kevin Gates' kid, Micah, and Anna Booth were playing. Every time Micah would score, Kevin Gates would play the Duke song, which was really, that was really cool. Um, and, yeah, he ended up beating uh, Anna Booth. So, and then Jonathan obviously won his semifinals and played Micah in the final. And it's a pretty tight game. Um, I think it was about – ended up being 6-1 or 5-1 or something. But it, it was the most competitive game. Micah at least got a goal in, from, off Jonathan. So There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But Jonathan won. Um goal difference of the whole tournament was 41 to one so gentlemen's 41 to one sure it that. was crazy and yeah so and and all the media members played for a charity and, and Jonathan played for Starfinder. um really cool cool organization um in philly and i got to talk to um andrea from Starfinder, who was there on behalf of the the charity and then um and she's really cool we, we might we might um be getting an interview with some some of the the kids from Starfinder um future on through just from talking to Andrea she's really interested in that so we went through that so um but it was just cool, cool to meet her and just talk, talk to her and, and meet Jonathan never never met him before and uh hang with Matt and Joe Lister and some you know brotherly game people but it was a really cool event really really fun just you know I love just being in the stadium every every time it just feels like a, a special time so Really, really appreciate getting to go there. And uh, Jonathan won, got had some charity money to Starfinder. So all in all, it was a good night. Very cool, man. Yeah. Very cool. Sounds sounds like a real fun time for everyone. Yeah. And I'm really glad I wasn't participating because I'm awful, awful at FIFA. So I would have felt bad for, for my team. Nah, yeah, man. Yeah, that would be... You don't want to represent a charity. I'll tell you that. They'll be... It just won't go well. Yeah. Um, so cool, man. Cool. I'm glad you uh, get to do that kind of stuff. You know, a little more insight for the podcast. That's good. Yeah. I'm I'm not jealous. I'll tell you. I, <laughs> I didn't do anything tonight, so that's cool. We're doing this. Um, Come on, man. Yeah. Cool. So let's talk about my world. Uh, Union got a new beer sponsor, Founders. Um, I I don't think it was received very well. Apparently, there's some um, uh, a little bit of a disappointing past with them 
as far as um, employee relations and uh, racial stuff in their within their business. Am I right there? Yep. Uh, yeah. So some not great stuff happening in founders. They past with dealing with racism isn't isn't great. And with the union being a team that's been so vocally against you know racism and, and trying to you know be right behind the black lives matter movement and like being right on the forefront of all of that this mm-hmm. feels like a, a bit of a misstep um with this 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 partnership um so yeah and that was announced this week and so you know obviously some backlash from from that uh but it's a little disappointing because now that you know you got your fancy new beer job this seems like the perfect perfect time to to connect with 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 you i yeah and you know the union have been probably waiting for their moment to try to connect with me a little more <laughs> um but yeah devil's backbone beer definitely a cool cool company to be working for and i feel very lucky to be a part of their company um and maybe maybe at some point we will become the philadelphia union sponsor but uh yeah if you ever if you ever see some devil's backbone up there in philly let me know. That'd be cool. I do have a Philly rep up there. Weirdly, his name is Dallas, but um, oh. seems like a real nice guy. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, and my boss is a is a Philly dude as well, so he's pretty funny. He's just lots of colorful language. Definitely a jabroni, and understands the word John. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, devil's backbone. Yeah, if you're ever in Virginia, just just give me a shout. I'll uh I'll get you some get you some beer. It's so. de- it's definitely some good beer and some non-racist beer. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to do well. Trying to do well. I guess I gotta do volunteer hours. That's part of the job, which is really cool. Nice. I say that in a in a cool way. I say it in a cool way. Uh-huh. Like they want to do well. So, yeah. There, there you go. Philadelphia Union Devils Backbone. That's, that's not local for you guys, but more local you know. than Founders. It's closer. There you go. Yeah. If if that means anything. Yeah, if it means anything. I mean, I can't watch a preseason game because I'm more than twenty <laughs> miles away. But you know. You can drink my beer. All right. Anyway, anyway. So um, next week, I guess it's like five days from whenever people listen to this, four, three. Who we can? No one's listening. Um, there's going to be uh, the return leg. And speaking of things I don't get to do living in Virginia, I won't be going to this because I got a job. Um, Luke, you're going to get to go to this, right? Yeah. That's going to be awesome. 5,000 fans in the stadium. That's going to be that's going to be awesome. I think, I think everybody's going to be just eating it up, you know, after watching this past week, getting that kind of intro, I think it's really good that we have the second game at home because, you know, it's like that. This is like our appetizer. All right. We got to see the union again, but it was all on TV and it was an away game and no fans in the stadium. And then that appetizer got a little bit better. They brought out that ranch dressing with the brawl at the end. And it's like, oh, now it's real tasty. <laughs> and next Wednesday's the main course because the priest is coming to the soup. And you fans are going to make it awesome. It's going to be rocking, I'm sure. So, Luke, that 11 is announced. What changes do you think we might see? Will any of them be healthy? <laughs> I don't know. Healthy changes. Anyone new healthy? Um, yeah. <laughs> is anyone new? Is, right, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. It's it's interesting because it's like I assumed going into the first leg that it'd be a different lineup than going to the second leg because of so many guys being hurt and maybe guys coming back. But some of those guys were like like Casper, and we I, I also didn't didn't know if Mont- Martinez was gonna be ready for this game. And both those guys played and start played. I, 
the full match, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. that, Casper maybe got subbed out late, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so going to the second leg, and also based off of how they, well they played, I don't know if I'm going to make, well, I would make any changes. I I don't know if maybe Flock is, is maybe ready to go, and maybe they have, like, maybe DeVries is back from his con- concussion protocol, so maybe you were able to play him, and then Fontana came back to the 10 and moved Montero back to the to the 8. And I, I think that would be the change that I might expect to see, or might um, want to see, because, you know, we get a little bit more out of our strikers and, mm-hmm. you know, get an actual striker up there instead of Fontana trying to, to fit into the role. Um, I think that would be my my big change i don't know what about you do you see any any changes you might want to see no i mean yeah yeah i mean i guess it also it depends on up front if you're healthy but i mean across the back you're not gonna make any changes mm-hmm. uh i want to keep blake in goal that's just me um martinez <laughs> we, we haven't we did not talk about martinez did we yeah just what we mentioned maybe in the scoop pass thing but that's oh that's about okay it. yeah i mean i mean what more do you need to know about the scoop pass <laughs> you had a meg Okay, sorry. He was my union best. Oh, I'm so stupid. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sidebar, let's talk about how good Martinez was last night. He was fantastic, okay? I mean, every time he got the ball, um, it seemed like he was the guy on the union who most wanted the ball. Sometimes in these big games, players kind of shy away. Not him, man. He he was shown to the ball left, right, back, front. He seemed like he wanted the ball on his foot. And then he was so calm. He would have defenders... Um, more than one often come down and he would just kind of do a little shimmy shake or fake a pass one way, go the other way. It was very impressive. His passing was pretty much on point uh, defensively, put in some tackles. He, one of the biggest things was that uh, the really annoying dude who started the brawl was like yapping in his ear at one point after some defensive play. And Martinez didn't, didn't even look at him. Just kind of kept walking, didn't give him the time of day. And, uh, yeah, that was that was cool to see. Like, yo, you're yapping in my ear. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna look at you. Um, I thought he had a, a fantastic game, and I was like, man, I'm, I am so glad he's on our team. And I don't think he's gonna be on our team for too many more years because I think I think he'll he'll make a move big if he uh, keeps playing this way. Because oh man, I was very impressed. He just he was so calm. No matter where he was on the field, followed his foot one two three defenders on him he i was very impressed all right anyway right. um so yeah that what was that came, that came from lineup stuff so yeah, yeah. I, i'd keep him in the game too I, i'd say that <laughs> um yeah i was gonna put out something like over under uh yesterday before the initial lineup came out over under on homegrowns on the field put mm-hmm. it at like i don't know two and a half or something i don't know i feel like that might be a number um but yeah i guess he just got fontana and real eventually came on and sullivan came on but but yeah to start i guess Fontana's the only homegrown really um yeah but yeah all right cool do yes yeah, so, okay yeah I, I guess that would be it yeah because burke and how, how do you want how do you want to watch them play do you want them to um come out going for I mean, I guess the answer is obvious, but going for the goal, going for more goals. I I want to see, yeah. Risk. Basically, I want to see what they did to start the first half in the in the in the game we saw we just saw. Like, they, I think they played pretty great. They were had a lot of nice passing combinations that maybe were just missing the the final ball. But it, I think that's just comes down to a little bit of rust. Um, but I feel like they were they were able to move around and move the ball around in a way that was 
pretty productive. So I feel like if we're able to do that, I don't know. I don't know what, what Sapriza can do to really change it because change their, their lineup because I know they were dealing with some injuries and stuff and their team's not in the best place with, you know, their, their performance. So I don't know how much more they can get out of their, their team and what they could do, but I mean, they, cause they need a goal. So like, they're probably not going to be able to bunker in the whole game. So I, I think if the union can just, you know, move the ball around and, and, and create changes early, I think that's, that's the way I want to see them come out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Um, yeah, and I, not that I want to see, like, craziness at the stadium. I mean, I, I would love for an entertaining game, but I also don't want you to poop your pants because it's, like, too nerve-wracking. Uh-huh. Like, I guess, what would you what would you prefer? Would you prefer a, you know, easy 2 nothing win or something a little crazy where you're not sure if you're coming out on top? Um, I definitely want an easy 2 nothing win. Okay. Um, I'm. I mean, you you know how anxious I get for union games and in life in general, but I think I I'd like a nice relaxing two nothing win because those are the games if you could just if we know we got the lead we can sit back and, and then you need to know how to like pass the ball around so just sit back and watch that on on a nice nice spring night I think that'd be that'd be a a great way to to open the 2021 season and in Subi in the Subi whatever what were you calling it the soup yeah the soup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Soup, 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 soup. <laughs> and then put it in Quinn Sullivan and just let mayhem ensue. Like, what if that happened again? What if they are like, all right, all right, Quinn, for real, we're putting it in right now. It's like the 79th minute. We need you to go in. We got a two nothing lead. No one's really trying right now. Games in hand. He goes in, and then all of a sudden, like another brawl breaks out. That'd be so funny. He'd be like, I don't know. There's a lot of ifs in that statement that aren't going to happen all right so (laughs) they're coming to our house and we don't like them and we don't like the referee we didn't talk about the refereeing but that was terrible too just terrible refereeing but we'll let that you know there's no such thing as perfect ref um all right return leg revenge ideas and so this this is kind of based off of a video i saw today from a ball boy throwing a ball at an Arsenal player and not just like tossing it, like overhand throw it at him. It was awesome. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Ball boy throwing ball at Arsenal player. It was great. <laughs> um, so what are some ways that union fans, the union uh, organization, fans included, ball boys included, can uh, get Saprisa, get them, you know? Yeah. All right, so. So I'll start, I'll start, I'll start. Okay. Slowly build into that. So based off of the ball boy one, this one you heard, but this is a good one. I didn't change it at all. Mustard the ball. <laughs> all right, ball boys, take a little, take a little of that yellow mustard, put it on the ball and throw it down. Right, there, you go. there you go. So stupid, but so good. They'd be like, what's up? What? What? All right, go ahead. All right, Luke, you got one? <laughs> Oh man, I don't know if I can top that. Um, all right, I'll go with the one that's a, a ball boy related one too. Um, the ball boys can just not give the ball back and not ever give the you, just like be a you know run the clock. Yeah, run the clock. You know, I mean, we we got the lead. I'm I, I assume we'll we'll still have the lead. You know, you're not gonna give any goals, and then just you know the ball boys just hide on the balls, just run away with them. First, first throw in of each half. Ball boy gets it. Just run. Just, <laughs> just run, run around the stadium. Yeah. So we need I, some. So, so we need some fit 
football boys mm-hmm. who are fast, fast enough to outrun professional soccer. All right, cool. I, mean, I yeah. like it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? All right. Um, gosh. Okay. So I told you I had like six and I had to get rid of some because they're just stupid. This is a stupid one. I'm going to say it. Um, burn a purple dragon at midfield before kickoff. <laughs> what? Because their mascot is a purple dragon. Uh, okay. That's why. Yeah. That, that, that should have been said first. Otherwise, it's really random. <laughs> yeah. Or, or better yet, just burn a random animal, light it up. <laughs> it's like a rabid squirrel. You just light it up in the middle of midfield. And then that's even more of a mind game. They're like, whoa, these guys are really intense. That, that's... They're just like lighting up pretend squirrels. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know how to take that one. Um, okay. My next one will be um, okay. You know how like you hear about uh, games in, in Liga MX. Liga Mekis and uh, Central America, you know, like the pea-filled water balloons and, yeah, and that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So uh, yeah. a little, little Philly twist on that. We could do a, a cheese cheese whiz-filled water balloons, throw them at the players. We, you know, messy, just probably just as gross, honestly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, if you had to choose what to get hit with, a pea-filled balloon or a cheese whiz-filled balloon, which would you? I don't know what's worse. I guess cheese whiz, but probably, probably the one that you eat. Yeah, no, that's true. It's just it just feels it seems gross. It still yeah, seems yeah. pretty gross. I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I would probably take the one that um, I put on my cheese steaks. That's true. Rather than the one that goes down the potty. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So uh, this this one's not this one I'm taking out of the official running of having really unstraight lines on the field because that impacts both teams. So that's not going to be one of mine. Um, this one, this one I thought was, there's two that I like. Uh, so I'll say this one first. Um, unscrew and turn. Oh, actually. Okay. There's two parts to this. All right. So, <laughs> um, step one is unscrew the bench seats and turn them around and face them all backwards. <laughs> but then, but then some of them don't screw back in. So they sit and then they fall. It's <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, I actually had a, a, a bench seat one as well. Okay. <laughs> Instead of the regular seats, make them all beanbag chairs. Oh, I like so it. So it's like, you know, they get bad posture, they get really sink into them, and then it's like they probably get, you know, get leg cramps if you're not moving. And then, like, once the coach is like, hey, go warm up, they can't get another beanbag because it's so comfy to sink into those things. So I think that's it's going to be pretty pretty tough to deal with. I like it. What, what, let, me, let me come at you with this one. What if instead of a bench, you just had one big waterbed that they all had to share? <laughs> they all had to like sit on a waterbed, and they're wearing cleats, so you have to be like real Ooh, careful because they don't want to pop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I like it, man. I like it. Um, I got one more. You got uh, one more? Um, sure. Oh, cool. It sounds good then. Um, all right. So this one, this one is a. I think this is a winner because I think this one's kind of easy. This one's kind of easy and, uh, but pretty effective. Um dig the coach's box down three feet so he can barely see the field <laughs> i mean you can like see it but you know you're, you're three feet down you're not getting a great view that's great yeah no i actually really like that one <laughs> <laughs> um okay my next one i, I don't know another bench related one um just have gritty sit behind the bench 
and just mess uh -oh. with them because they probably don't know what gritty is and it's probably would be confusing and weird and he'd do crazy stuff to distract the players and just make them feel a little bit uneasy so i think that would that would be pretty good yeah and i, I like the fact that they probably wouldn't know who he is he's right. just like this orange no monster context behind him. not not doesn't even look like he relates to the, the union because he's orange yeah so that's pretty good yeah yeah there's also a, a streaker at uh i think it was the man U game today um i feel like there's something there i'm, I'm not going to tell people how to how to handle their business if that's something that you're into has but, there um, ever, ever been a streaker at a union game like in subaru park um i have no, i don't remember anything like that i i don't know i feel like i've seen a twitter video of people running on after a game to try to like get an autograph i remember when we when we saw brazil play panama there's that wasn't a streaker but a drunk girl ran on Mm. Um, to try to get a Brazilian's off. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen a street grip at uh, Union Stadium. Yeah, it's not really common. Not too common anymore. Nah, nah. I'm yeah. Not that it needs to be. Cool, cool, man. Well, I'm looking forward to Wednesday to see which suggestions the uh, team team takes. Um, I mean, they're all winners in my books. But yeah, so let's let's make some predictions luke you're off to a good start this season's predictions you had three points for the perfect score i'm sitting at zero for not even getting close um i'm gonna go first today yeah i'm gonna go with a 2-1 victory nice. okay and i don't you know goal scores i think casper is gonna go again and i think the font man nice all right i'm gonna go to two zero two zero shut out two zero yeah you got that um, and my goal scorers are gonna be, I think Bedoya is gonna get on, gonna get one because he's been, you know, he, he looked pretty good. And then my next he one, nice, he did have a nice long shot where he just kind of like uncorked one. Mm. Okay, my next one's gonna be, I, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go Glesnes. Ooh, yeah, well, he's gonna get up under. there and get one. Mm -hmm. So a header, not like a long bomb. Uh, yeah, header. Yeah. Oh, nice, mm -hmm. nice man. Cool. All right. Well, uh, man, it's great to have a real soccer game to talk about. Yeah. And you, you talked about some fake soccer games too in your FIFA stuff, which that's, is cool. That's true. Um, but yeah, great, great time watching that game. Uh, greater time talking to you about it. Oh, and I really hope you have the greatest time next Wednesday. Um, so, so nice. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Um, good luck to you against Mike Thomas in the free kick pod oh, semifinals. Yeah. I had that tomorrow night. A little nervous. Yeah. Mike's Mike's gonna be a tough one. But yeah, yeah. in the semifinals, free kick uh podcast. It's so far I've been getting lucky and getting through. So skating by. Yep. Skating by this guy. Yeah, yeah. I I'm still upset about my loss, but um I'll try to get some revenge could, for you. It but. couldn't have come against a better guy. So uh True. Yeah, good luck to you both. Um yeah, but hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, you know, Matt Ralph, third shout out for you. There you go. Patrick. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Um, keep keep being good people. Union go.